welcome to Resting Binge Face, where two friends binge watch seasons of TV shows and we talk about it. I'm Adam McCoy. And I'm Amanda Kathleen. Adam and I work in TV. We watch a lot of TV. If we were in the mob, we'd be pushing TV on kids on the street. That's right, man. Your first taste is free. Hey, kids, why are you playing outside? Come watch this TV. Come get lazy. Eat some snacks and watch some TV. Don't you want to see Elmo? <laughs> that leads us into this week when we're binging True Detective Season 2. The best se- season. No. The you don't have to. Season 2. <laughs> All right. <laughs> This season got a lot of... It's uh, a season. It's a season. You know, there's always a middle. <laughs> there's a beginning. A beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah. Yeah. That happened. Uh, Adam, you want to drop some season two knowledge on us? I will drop some season two knowledge. Woo! It'll be the most interesting part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. So uh, one thing that I found interesting was that originally Christian Bale and Jessica Chastain were both considered for roles in season two. Oh, but they had scheduling conflicts and could not commit. I wonder if Christian Bale was in it, if it would be, it would be better. T- better. I'm assuming he would have taken which role? Cr- Colin Farrell's role? I'm assuming Colin Farrell. They yeah, but if he, if he were Vince Vaughn's character, it, been so much it would have been so much better, too. So Colin Farrell and Christian Bale. That would, okay. Jessica Chastain. Eh, I could take her leave her. Yeah. I don't think uh, Rachel McAdams did a horrible job. No. Oh. The Stuff that's wrong with it is not her fault. It's not her fault, no. no. All right. And as you can probably tell by our demeanor, <laughs> and if you've seen the show, number season two was not as well received as season one. No. I mean, it got a lot of flack for that. Right. But in a rare move, mm-hmm. uh, HBO's programming president, Michael Lombardo, mm-hmm. admitted the reason it was so bad was his fault. Oh. Because he specifically rushed. I was going to say, it felt rushed. Yeah. Pizzolatto to repeat the success of season one. He's like, you got to do it. So he was like, well, when you tell somebody to hit an air date as opposed to allowing right. the rider to find its own natural resting place, right. that's when it gets bad. <laughs> so we <laughs> failed. He essentially said it was his fault. I was going to say. And then he resigned in, tw- oh, okay. in 2016 after <laughs> 33 like, years. He was like, it's my bad. I'm mm-hmm. just going to quit, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> because it got picked up very quickly. I think before the first season oh, yeah, even got, finished, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. like, yep, we're going to make a second season. Yeah, because the time between the second season and then this season now, I felt like... It was like three years, right? Two or three years. It was I, tw- 2015 is whenever uh, season two one. premiered. So mm-hmm. it's been three it's years. Been a while. Almost three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, another interesting, kind of interesting fact. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we weren't big fans of the opening for the last one, even though it won an, won an award, right? right an Emmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but T-Bone Burnett, who's the guy who's in charge of of all the music for the show, uh-huh. in the second season, uh, apparently, and I didn't know this because I did skip the intro <laughs> quite a bit, um, he used different portions of the same song. So if you watch each open opening, uh-huh. there's different lyrics throughout each opening. So Leonard Cohen's Nevermind is the name of the song. Right. And they specifically use different parts of the song to try to coincide with what that episode was about. Okay. So none of the openings are the same. The visuals are the same. Right. But, but they the change songs all the audio. Are, yeah. I really didn't care I know. for it. it was, yeah. <laughs> uh, and on a final factoid, the main plot of this season is it surrounds the city of Vinci, California. Right. It's this crime bed, tax crime shelter ridden. place. Well, he... the he admits that this season was based on a town called Vernon, California, oh. which is a very similar storyline. So uh-huh. it's a tiny industrial town of only like 114 people. Mm-hmm. And 
it's full of polluting factories right. and slaughterhouses. And it's been controlled by two families for over a century. Oh, wow. So he took a lot of uh, things from that actual uh-huh. town and put it into the story. That's cool. That's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure they love him in Vernon, California. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, only people that look for that information would be able to know that, so they shouldn't get too hard up about it. Yeah, it's only 114 people. Not a lot of people know about it. <laughs> uh, so one last thing, we mentioned it last week, mm-hmm. was this season there was not one director for the whole right. the whole season. And part of that um, is speculated that last season, Pizzolase <laughs> did not get along too well with the director. Uh, apparently, the director fought really hard for that long six-minute tracking shot. Oh, and, and he didn't want that? And yeah, Pizzo, whatever his name is, author man, was like, no, we should <laughs> cut it up. He's like, no, you want this to be kind of visually different than the other episodes. Right. He had a lot of ideas. And they speculated it kind of comes down to the author's a little conceited. <laughs> he kind of likes to have his right. own way. He didn't want anybody else. Like a showrunner. Well, They're called showrunners for a reason. They're supposed to run the show, right? Right. I think that probably leads to him being a novelist because you work so much by yourself. And you're in control, you're, you're of, in control everything. of everything. And when you work in film, it's different because it's a collaborative effort yeah. between multiple creative people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably what they clashed yeah. with, right? I mean, the <laughs> the story was, I know we're going to complain about season two, but the story was, was better in season one, I'm right. going to say, than season two. But I think... Had they had the same director for all of season two, it, it would have helped. It probably would have been better. Right. right? You would have had, I think. It, it would have helped a little. Yeah. But that apparently is one of the reasons mm. he kind of wanted to have control over the whole thing. So if you have multiple directors coming in at different times, right. you can kind of be the cock of the walk. And right. Tell and tell them, like, yeah. well, on last scene, we did it this way. Yeah. I make the rules. Mm, maybe that's why season two wasn't as good as the first one. Maybe. Mm. So that's some of the stuff that I found. Adam's done dropping knowledge on us for season two. Um, this is your spoiler warning. We're going to talk about Detective season two. If anybody cares, <laughs> maybe you do because you're my mom and you like that season. I'm not going to urge you to go watch this one. Yeah, <laughs> this one you can just listen to us complain. I mean, talk about it. <laughs> It'll be fine. Yeah. All right, so we're, gonna, we're going to give a brief overview I think our Game of Thrones recaps are seeping into our regular... Yeah. We're going to try go try to go back to a shorter... Right. We don't have to recap it for you. You've seen it. You've seen it. And you if you haven't, it. you're not going to know what you're missing. So <laughs> so the premise of season two mm-hmm. is the town of Vinci, California, right? Right. There is a disappearance of Ben Casper, mm-hmm. who's the city manager. Correct. Turns out later, actual murder, they find his body. So the whole first episode, you you get to lay down. You get the, yeah, you get to lay down. And there's it's three main components, Correct. departments who are working on this. So we meet yeah. Rachel McAdams' character, mm-hmm. Detective Annie Beza, Bezerates. I can't, uh, I don't know. Bezerates. All the last names are very hard to pronounce yes. this season. Uh-huh. So she is one of the characters. We're going to call her Detective Rachel McAdams. Yeah, we go. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> So she works for the sheriff's department, I believe, is, is the one she works for, technically. Yeah, but is it the sheriff's department for the whole state of California or I don't, I don't, I South Carolina? I didn't care enough to. Nobody to cares. Okay. She's serving warrants or she's si- signing eviction notices. She's busting 
prostitution ring. She's doing missing person. She's doing murders. So she does I mean, everything. I guess. Sheriffs I know do a lot. Sheriff's departments. Okay. Colin Farrell is a detective for the Vinci Police Department. Right. He lives in Vinci. He lives in Vinci. He's from that area. He's kind of a corrupt cop. Right. Vince Let's Vaughn. just say that all of Vinci is corrupt. Yeah, the whole the area whole of Vinci is, is corrupt. Everybody. And then Tyler Kitsch, who plays Officer Paul Woodrush, is a state Highway Patrol, Patrol officer. Yeah. He's the other piece of this puzzle. Right. And the three these three end up forming a a unit to right. so they investigate. Find a, they find the dead body on the side of the highway. So obviously the Highway Patrol is going to be associated. Mm-hmm. Then the Sheriff's Department is going to be associated because it's a high-profile dude. I don't know. And then the, the city of Vinci is going to be involved because... It's their dude. It's their missing person. Right. Yeah, it was their it's, case. It was so. their missing person first. But then the state's going to come in and be like, we want to get dirt on everybody. So they're kind sure. of running the whole thing. Right. Officer McAdams <laughs> is their go-to person to make sure that trying to get some evidence saying that Colin Farrell is corrupt and that the whole town is corrupt, essentially. They, they, they want some dirt. So she's going to work the case, but the other guy's working the case for other reasons. So a lot of stuff happens. But the whole point is these three are trying to trying to figure out what's going on. Right. You see Vince Vaughn's character, who's a, a old gangster. He was like in, he was doing shady stuff in Vinci, running things like like mob would. Yeah, he was had a couple clubs. Mm-hmm. He had some other corporations. Now he's like straight laced and wants to do like. He's trying to be a businessman. Make the big money. Make the big money. Wear the suits. Yeah. He put some money in some land that the dead guy took from him. And then he found out that he didn't give his money to the right people. So he just lost all that money. So the entire time, everyone was trying to figure out what happened to Casper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody knows. His nobody eyes knows. are burned out with acid. His crotch was shot off with a shotgun. Right. He's into some weird, kinky stuff. Sexually. All around. <laughs> I mean, weird stuff. <laughs> Right, and I'm going to say it, the first four episodes were incredibly slow. I did not find them that well, engaging. It's not very. I don't know. I think because you have so many characters, there's a lot going on that you have to touch through each and every one of their lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's necessary. Like in all honesty, if you took Vince Vaughn's character out of the story, would it change no. the ending? No, it wouldn't change the ending. No, everything else would happen. Everything the same. else would happen the same. Yeah. <laughs> that good. Now, if you separate, I mean, Vince, that's telling, right? If you separate Vince Vaughn's story and Colin Farrell's story, to me, that's an interesting story. Just that dynamic, right? And his whole thing going on with, with Colin Farrell, right? I mean, the whole reason why Vince Vaughn's character is there is to set Colin Farrell's character off on a different path because he was a straight laced cop, mm-hmm. and his wife got raped, and Vince Vaughn found information that this like he found the rapist and gave it to Colin Farrell and then he took that information and killed the guy. Killed the guy. And then Vince Vaughn had dirt on him so he right. started doing jobs for Vince Vaughn. Right. And he became dirty. That's really the only reason why Vince Vaughn has to be in this story. Yeah. Like the whole plot with him and the Russian gangster guy. That's secondary. It's secondary. Mm-hmm. Like it really doesn't have to be there at all. At all. <laughs> so Vince Vaughn's trying to get Colin Farrell to say, hey, figure out where my money is, right. why Ben is, has been killed. If you find out who killed him, maybe we can get my money back. Right. Turns out 
they go to they investigate. Someone takes a video of a pawn shop, or someone turned in some of the items from Ben's house. Right. They're like, that must be the person. It was a prostitute. They go back and track down the pimp for the for that prostitute, right. and like, we're gonna go invade the place. All three teams. It's a hard scene, man. It's like a they form like a SWAT or whatever. And they, they go get down there, attacked. And shoot everywhere, and they're following them. And then there's a crowd of people protesting. That's and, like the people get shot at, get and then the bus. Down. There's a bus, and then people on the bus get shot at. It's just a terrible. It's not even a good scene. No, <laughs> it's not like super action packed and well well done like right. the, like the scene in the first season, the six right. minute scene. Mm-hmm. It's a lot going on. People get shot in the head. A lot of people die. They end up killing the person who they think. Committed the murder. Similar to season one. Yes, they think they got the person. Gee. Which I was like, okay. Rehash this. I wonder whose idea what the, that was. Maybe that guy that got fired. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of that episode. That's episode four. Right. Episode five starts back up. It's like, ah, oh, two months later, all the stuff has changed. Rachel McAdams has a feeling. That something didn't right. go down right. Colin Farrell now works for as private security for Vince Vaughn. He's right. no longer a police officer. No. He left. The state patrol agent now is like working insurance fraud investigation. Right. Something weird. He's a detective for He's insurance fraud. He's at a desk fraud. and he can't handle it. I need to be on I the open road. I gotta be on road. the streets as long as I'm on my bike. I gotta be on my bike. Put me on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they all three agreed to work together again. By the the woman that was trying to get Colin Farrell and put him in prison. I thought was very awkward. I didn't, really didn't like her character at all. No. And I'm going to be super su- superficial here. Uh-huh. She had this big knot on her chin, and they kept shooting at a low angle. And I'm like, don't shoot her at a I low angle. That's that. very, dis- that's, I feel bad for her. <laughs> shoot higher up. <laughs> I didn't notice it because I'm going to say I spent half the time on my phone. Uh-huh, and that's... Like half listening and half not listening. I committed fully to this, <laughs> and I am internally <laughs> sorry for doing so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so she she convinces him now because the son that he may or may not be the father of because his wife was raped. Right, at the time of conception. At the time of conception. She says, look, I know they're trying to make get sole custody of this of the boy. If you do this for us and come back on the case, we'll see I'll what we can do. Out. We'll help you out. Even I'll though I hated you, you two months ago. Right, I'm cool now. Yeah. Because they found the the real rapist. <sighs> So the this so plot the guy is so horrible, right? So the guy he killed earlier is not the rapist. Nope. Turns out turns they did out. a DNA test. They caught somebody else. The person that Colin Farrell killed was not. Not the man he thought no. he was. Yeah. So that's the thing. So then he thinks Vince Vaughn screwed him over to begin with. <laughs> it's a whole ordeal. It's a thing. They man. get into a standoff with guns under the table. They both hate each other. Think they're gonna kill each other. They work it out though. Right. He says it wasn't me. Right. Meanwhile, they all still want this hard drive that Ben Casper had his, at his house. He was recording all these weird He's sexual all, encounters. Like, important people. Yeah, doing weird things. Doing weird things. With sexual things. Bird heads <laughs> and animals, animal masks. I, I, I don't. I I just literally just finished watching it yesterday, and I'm already over everything that happened. I mean, me too. Because <laughs> I have so many more complaints about the show than even wrapping up the plot. There are these weird underground sex parties. Right. The mayor's son is having these parties, so he's big into all this corruption on the back end that nobody knows about. The mayor of Vinci. The mayor of Vinci. Anyway, there's sex parties. Rachel McAdams' sister's involved in, like, prostitution stuff. She gets her into these sex parties. I'll sneak you in. You can use my name. She goes in, finds a missing girl. Oh, yeah, that's a coincidence. Kills somebody. Comes out. Colin Farrell and the 
other dude grabs some documents from the party mm-hmm. with all these weird, corrupt people. So everyone's involved. Everybody, everyone's going down. Everybody but Vince Vaughn is at this party, and, and everybody's... Right. And everyone is so much more corrupt than Vince Vaughn, yeah, he's who supposed is to be the mob the, guy. He's the likable mob guy. Ugh. No. They get, the, they get the paperwork. They get the girl back. She's like, fuck you. I didn't want to be rescued. I love being a prostitute. I love being parties. a prostitute. I, I made so much life. money. I don't care if I bone ugly dudes. Yeah, I'm, I have a good life. Whatever. Sometimes I take too much Molly. That's it. That's it. So, like, now the police are after them. Because they like the city of Vinci knows that they have information on a bunch of people. Yeah, they want to shut these three down. The potential governor wants them down. Mm-hmm. So like, the first one, the first one to die, biker guy. Biker guy. Biker he, detective. He gets a call, blackmail. Highway police. Because, because he's because he's, he's gay. gay, but he's not gay. He can't figure out who he is. Someone has pictures Someone's of got him. Photos of him. They call him to meet. He ends up getting ambushed. He, you think he escapes, but then he gets you shot. You think he escapes, end. and like very conveniently, one of the lieutenants from Vinci is like waiting outside the door that biker detective comes out of from like the underground and like mm-hmm. shoots him in the head. I'm like, how did he know he was gonna end up there? Twice in the back, he dies. Supposedly, the city has tunnels everywhere. All over the city. All over the city. So while that's going on, so while this boy gets on. killed, McAdams and Farrell hook up and hook have up. sex yeah. in a weird, awkward, we both are emotionally broken type we of thing. We should just hang out together. Let's talk about our problems. And that's what happens. Yeah. And then the next, so that's the end of this episode. The next episode is them waking up and recovering from that. Right. <laughs> a weird, slow, we get dressed, let's not talk about what happened. Right. Type of thing. And then somehow they get with Vince Vaughn and Vince Vaughn's going to kill all the Russians because he's taking over all of his property and he he's needs like, Colin Farrell's help. And yeah. so he, Rachel McAdams is left behind to like wait for Colin Farrell. And then the last yeah. episode's like, there's a shootout at some cabin in the woods and they, they have gas killed masks. all the they Russians. They everybody. And then $12 million, that, they take the $12 million. They part ways, and then bad stuff happens to both. And then <laughs> Colin Farrell and Vince Vaughn die. Yep. And then mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams goes down to Venezuela and hangs out with Vince Vaughn's wife. Mm-hmm. And, and then she has a baby. She has a kid from Colin Farrell. From Colin Farrell. And that's how it ends. In scene. <laughs> All right. Commencing <laughs> criticism in three, <laughs> two, one. This season was horrible. I mean... It wasn't like horrible, like, I'm going to scratch my eyes out. This is Iron Fist bad. But it was like, there was potential. I mean, it was very interesting to see, like, the three different cops. And then at the end, they have to work together. There was potential so there, that, I that would say. thing is very interesting. Vince Vaughn's character is not interesting. I mean, no. none of the characters are no. interesting. Not even oh, Colin, Colin Farrell. No, Colin Farrell's character is pretty interesting. No, it's not interesting. And then like that. He does like a pound of blow, two bottles of whiskey. But I feel like that's Colin Farrell. Like that's <laughs> yeah. not. A He's character. like it's a Thursday for me. <laughs> like he has a son that he like yells at, but he's like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm nice, really. But like the entire time they were alluding that he's not a nice guy, but he only does nice things. So I'm like, I don't understand. Is he nice? Is he not nice? I don't get it. He's got, we got a lot of issues. 
So where do you want to begin? I don't know. I'm just complaining right now. My biggest thing was the very first, to me, the very first episode was the worst episode. It was not very good. All of them. First things first, it felt like an episode of NCSI Mines Criminal Miami. Yeah, because the second episode is much better. They... There was it, everything was so convenient. Everything was convenient. Everything was convenient. Yeah, one hundred percent. McAdams serves an eviction notice, and there happens to be a missing person. And this and this woman, who's very <laughs> like mouse mouse, is like, "Why don't you guys do your job and look for this woman?" Okay, okay. I'm sure that won't play a part later on. No. Nope. Then she happens to go investigate a brothel where her sister happens to work at. Right. And in the me after that, they're like, well, I'm gonna go investigate this missing person. Let's look up the last place she worked. Oh, it's this commune that my dad works at. No, she didn't even look it up. She said she works at some religious place on a hill. And then she was like, Oh, yeah. this place where my dad works at? She's like, Yeah, I think it was that one. I was like, Okay, let's go. Yeah. That happens to work. That happens to work. When there. they when they find Ben, the city planner's body, cat, what's his name? The state trooper guy. He's gone on his little rant, like, I'm driving the lights off for no reason because I'm drunk and I'm mad at the world. He turns his lights off on the motorcycle and it drives, hoping he's going to crash. And then he decides to change his mind. And it just happens to, to he happens upon stumble it. right upon the one place in all of California where the body was dropped. Right. I mean, I don't mind that saying as much. If as that the... was the only thing, maybe. Right. I'd be like, okay. Rachel McAdams, for sure. Okay. First of all, Rachel McAdams' whole, like... That whole story of her her character is just like oh, it's, all convenient. Yeah, it's, her dad knows everyone. Well, that's going to say. So, Doctor Pitler mm-hmm. is Ben Casper's therapist, who's a also a he's also a, uh, also a plastic surgeon who does cosmetic surgery for like, local okay. prostitutes. That'll come in handy later. Right. He was also a regular at the commune in the seventies and eighties. Right. Oh, and so was the mayor. Right. Yeah. So they were all they They're all, all them. involved. Yeah. And then Vera, the girl who was missing, mm-hmm. happened to be a prostitute with Tasha, who was Ben's Casper's favorite prostitute. Right. And she happened to send Vera for some reason these incriminating photographs for blackmail. Right. She happened to send them to her. Just happened. And to. then her sister happened Kept to them. get the happened to get the contents of the box right. just in time to give to Rachel McAdams. And then. The state trooper man, he just, (laughs) (laughs) the closeted homosexual just happened to work at Black Mountain with Miguel Gilb, Glib, Miguel, the guy he hooks up with. The guy who hooks up with, who also. Who happens to be working security for the Catalyst Group. I can't. And then (laughs) Dixon, who one other officer who was assigned to this trio of officers investigating everybody, happened to take pictures of these two engaging in sexual intercourse. And they, and then the. Sergeant happened to stumble upon these pictures after Dixon died, and it's a good thing the guy in the picture also works for me. He could call you and have you come over here. It was way, way. It was like yeah. This is ridiculous. Like everyone was involved with everyone else, and it was just like really. It was way too convenient. I thought at that moment when he was getting the pictures and he showed up, and it was the guy that he worked with. You thought he set him up? I thought he was just doing that, you know, to get him to come out. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's a breath of fresh air. And then they're like, nope, nope we're going to kill you. We work for the Catalyst. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. Well, he did say inside, hey, if you just be you, this wouldn't have happened. No, but I mean, I, mean like, I thought it was a totally different take on the, like, I, I didn't think he, he he was involved with anything. Well, I thought it was, was a nice breath of fresh air. Nope. No, that's not, <laughs> that's not the case. And I was like, okay. 
so the convenience of, of for me was way too much. The the convenience is too much. The characters aren't really developed very well. I think that has to do with there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. Because in the first two detective, there's only two main Matthew McConaughey yeah. and Woody Harrelson. So there's time to develop them. It's when you had you had four. You had. F- Technic- yeah, you had four main main characters, and, and then everyone had else to give had them a like a like a oh, we intense for- storyline. We too. forgot about the two little kids who were killed for the blue di- blue diamonds. That whole storyline. Okay, like this whole the whole series of events happened because when the riots were happening, they had less police force, and somehow Casper stole diamonds from some woman that he was banging, and that's literally what started all of this. Like literally, yeah. what started all of this. Then the daughter of the woman mm-hmm. who was killed ends up getting a job as Ben's personal assistant, so she knows all the in, ins and outs. She gets her brother a job on the movie set where they're getting tax breaks. And then he's the one that kills Casper. And you're like, okay, so it wasn't anybody else mm-hmm. but this guy. It was too much, but not enough at the same time. Yeah, it was too much infor- too much going on, but not right. enough anything super original or interesting right. to I think hold your interest. Had it been like a two-hour movie. It would have been like way better because yeah, it doesn't work it as eight episodes because there's not enough to go to go through it all. And then what they did give us was not good. They could have developed the characters way better and maybe that would have helped. But I think there was just too many of them. Yeah, there are way too many it, inconsist- inconsistencies throughout too with how they behaved. Right. Like Vince Vaughn's character, at one point the Mexicans come in and essentially steamroll Vince Vaughn. Right. But he has this history of being this person that over... He took on everybody else in the town that he gave his businesses back to. So like eight different organizations right. and places. Everyone got scared of him. The Mexicans come in. He's like, okay, do what you got to do. They end up killing a woman integral to what he's trying to find out. And he just lets them go. Then lets them come into his club for a year. Right. Then they end up in the end. They kill him. <laughs> but my question is, how do they find out the car that he just got? Maybe they were tipped off. Oh, or someone just... Just tailing him the whole time. Convenient. Again, too convenient. But yeah. my thing is, for him being such a, a badass, a, supposedly everyone's kind of scared of him, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have just killed those Mexicans. He had like That's three, what I mean. Like, he, he had could've... three opportunities, yeah. and then they ended up killing him in the end. So they could have. He wasn't, wasn't true to me, the character of what he was supposed to be portraying. No. Unless it was, just, unless it was supposed to imply that he was getting weak, trying to be a family man. That whole family subplot. I was like, my God, Why? A lot of things about fathers and sons in this one. Uh, yeah, really. A lot. A lot. I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. I think that's all I have to say about it. I just, I didn't like it as much as the first one, but I don't think that it's the most terrible thing that's on TV. I had it a little bit of moments here and there. Like, honestly, like after the shootout happens after episode four and they get into the real detective work and they actually try to figure out who's setting them up and like what's happening. Episode, if they would have done from episode five to eight, right? just those three episodes right. and reworked it, I think it could have been something. The first three because were I felt extremely like the first, slow. Like before they got to the shootout, there was like no detective work happening. It was just kind of like we're, just, were just walking around we're just setting asking up questions. Who these people things. are, who can you trust, who can't you trust. I'm just like, it, it's okay. I will say when I, if you're talking about favorite episodes, I will say when McAdams goes undercover to the party, mm-hmm. that's a very intense episode. Right. That was interesting. That was interesting. To see, you actually saw State Trooper Man right. and Colin Farrell's character work together. 
to right. do something. Right, that's what you I'm felt saying. From a, you felt for her. Yeah. She had to take the drugs. It was this whole thing. She finally got to use her knives. She's always been carrying around. Well, She's been practicing that, those knife skills forever. for like ever. Every episode. So that that may be my favorite episode. Yeah. I guess. I like the last one because of the shootout. That was cool. In the cabin. In the cabin. But then the ending. I mean, and plus, okay, another pet peeve. Mm-hmm. They put a tracker on Colin Farrell's car. And he starts to take it off, and then he's like, no, I can't do that. They'll find you. I don't understand your logic there. Okay. Also, what does that mean? And then when he's, he said he was going to go to a parking garage and just drop it off and then get a new car, I was like, yeah, why don't you just do, do that? that? Yeah. And then he doesn't. And he says, I could lose these guys if I wanted to. What? What? I know. Did he want to kill himself? Was he like, fuck, I don't like this girl, Rachel McAdams. I need to like, get away. Ooh, she's getting too clingy. Ooh. <laughs> One night. All right, calm down. He could have just, like, walked to, like, a gas station yeah. and, like, c- called someone and been, like, cl- he could have got a taxi with all the money he had hey, in there. Hey, Uber, Uber. He had, like, a million dollars in that fucking car, and he couldn't have gone and walked I away. I mean, he was, he was far enough ahead of them at one point to get out of the car, mm-hmm. run very far away. Right. And that was off a country road. He didn't have time to pull off on some side street they couldn't find, ditch the right. tracker. It was ridiculous. And then why the hell would Vince Vaughn not give the guy a suit at the end just so he could get stabbed? Was he trying to go for the gun? Uh, I don't know. You talk about how it's not horrible. I'm sorry. To me, it's horrible. I would rather watch an episode of NCIS or The Mentalist (laughs) than watch this whole series. I don't know. It's probably equal to any of those. I did kind of like the ending with just Rachel McAdams. Okay, that was interesting. I was like, okay. But that was it. It did not feel cinematic like the like the first season Mm-mm, did. No. It did feel extremely rushed. That's probably why there were so many convenient plot holes, like right. plot points. Like, oh, we'll just tie these two together. I did hear somewhere that it was going to be, originally it was going to have two women in the role, in the leading role, that he was going to go that way. Okay. And it was going to focus on the corrupt transportation industry, which I guess this kind of did. Like they talk about go transportation, like... but that's all. All I know is they said the f- the first, and mm. you know, idea of it. Right, that's was how going it was to be two go. women. I mean, the correct. idea of the season is not a bad idea. It was just was not executed correctly. Like it's a it's a very interesting story well, that the, was just not interesting. The state trooper was just a waste of a character. It was, me. yeah. He was so flat anyway in his delivery, mm-hmm. and the whole plot line was was ridiculous to me right he had to take viagra because he was gay but he had a girlfriend and then she ended up getting pregnant i mean well yeah i don't know i don't know his mom was weird that whole thing was bizarre yeah i could have done without that entire part entirely i think rachel mcadams and colin farrell's character just the two of them on a different (laughs) investigation would have been interesting yeah it would have i think that could have they could have pulled it off yeah Plus, the mayor, to me, was so one-dimensional. Uh, yeah. He was drunk the entire time. For, yeah, for Everything real. about him was like, he was just a four-year-old with this character. And there was a bad man who drank all the time, and nobody liked him. Okay, that's it. <laughs> you got it. You got the job, Timmy. You got, you got it. What What's the bingeability, then? I'm going three. I was going to say 3.5. I, I will say, like, two episodes, maybe three and a half. Right. But if you're going overall for the show... I literally was like, how many more episodes are there at one point? Like, we're only at right. episode four? Mm-hmm. 
Episode five. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm still going three. Solid three. You go three and a half. Three and a half. Well, so. I think this may be the lowest bingeability score we've given to a uh, to a show. I know, right? It, I kind of want to watch the third one just to see if it's better than this one. F- just from the trailers, from what I've seen, <laughs> it already looks ten times better than this one. Even the way it's shot and everything right. else that I've seen. Well, that brings us to what Stump Amanda. Woohoo! If Vince Vaughn's character in this one, right. supposedly this very scary, mm-hmm. you know, person. Right. A stark contrast to Vince Vaughn's normal ro- roles, right? Are they? Maybe. <laughs> if you could cast Vince Vaughn as Frank Simon in any previous Vince Vaughn role, which which movie would you put him in? So if I want Vince Vaughn's character, Frank, from True Detective Season 2, mm-hmm. which In one other movie that he's been in. Oh, well, well, that's an easy one. Which one? Fred Claus. Fred Claus. All right, yeah. Wouldn't you want to see him? I, I was, I was tempted on Mob that out one. Santa that's Claus. right. Just you know what, Santa, you are a jerk. <laughs> he destroyed my birdhouse when I was a kid. Blows up. I'm gonna and blows he, up the North Pole. Mm-hmm, he just starts running women and drugs yeah. to the North Pole. The elves all start becoming. I think mules. they would make that movie ten times better. <laughs> okay. What was your pick? I want a similar vein. It's Christmas related. Oh, okay. Four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon oh, and Vince Vaughn. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> just wipe everybody out who annoys him. Just be like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I think that means that Vince Vaughn has to do a mob related Christmas, Christmas movie, movie yeah. sometime soon. Did you hear that, Netflix? <laughs> Get on it. It's a mob Christmas. I think you won this one. I, I agree. I think Fred Claus was a better choice. <laughs> yes. That'd be good. <laughs> I'm so glad I won Stump Amanda. <laughs> New segment this week which I think we might continue throughout because I loved it so much when we did Iron Man versus Batman Okay. in one of the Game of Thrones recaps. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do Who Would Win? All right. So in this, in vain of the detective, I was going to say who would win between Matthew McConaughey's character or Colin Farrell's character of detectiveness, but Colin Farrell's character is not very good detective. No. So I'm going to go... Take a step back and say, who would win Sherlock versus Rustin, Matthew McConaughey's character, True Detective Season 1? Oh, but there's no contest Sherlock would win. You think Sherlock would win? Yeah. Ru- I mean, Rustin would be... Rustin, if you put him up against anybody else from True Detective Season 2, he would... Rust would destroy. But Rust was like... Rust interviewed the lawnmower man and totally didn't see any of it. Well... I don't know if Sherlock would get it either. Maybe he'd be high on heroin and be like, I We're talking Sherlock, dude. Robert Downey Jr., Sherlock Holmes from the petite movie, or Benedict Cumberbatchy from the the series. Oh, 100% Ben Cumberbatch. Okay, all right. Well, he would totally, <laughs> he, would, he, would, he would destroy. You think so? Yeah, I don't think it's even a contest. I don't know. I think Russ would give in a good fight. No. I mean, maybe. If, you, if, you're, if you're trying to decipher human behavior certain mm-hmm. behavior aspects maybe rust would beat him because because in the books and even in the show right. he doesn't know the most about human interactions he's kind of emotional things are right go over his head yeah i could see that but in straight up detective work i mean i don't know i kind of i kind of think they would be equal but sherlock would probably figure it out at the end but i think that rust would give sherlock a go for his money i mean they're similar they're similar drug addicts right 
they're loners at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No family attachments. So would that make Woody Harrelson's character Watson? Yeah, for sure. Is? Okay, all right. Did we just blow up True Detective? That's right. It's just, a rip it's just a rip off of, of Sherlock. Sherlock. It is <laughs> because it, think blown. about it. It's the same thing in regards <laughs> to both of these characters. Woody Harrelson is the one who can relate to people more. Right. He has the people skills. Right. Just Whereas big, Russ does not. Russ does not. <laughs> Oh, there we go. There we go. That's pretty much every detective show, though. <laughs> every detective show has a Watson and a, and a Sherlock. Okay. All right. Monk and Sharona. Right. Gus and Sean. Mm-hmm. There's always a... There's always a Sherlock-Watson mm-hmm. aspect. I think we just solved season one, though. That's, that's why it was so good. That's it was why just it was a so Sherlock good. Ripoff. It was a Sherlock ripoff. Um, Do you hear that, Benedict? You need to go sue HBO. <laughs> All right, so I guess the winner, ding, 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 Sherlock. Sherlock, Sherlock okay. would win. We're, we're both agreeing with that point. We're not, yeah, not but like I last think, time. But like, it wouldn't be like a clear win. I think like Russ would get really close. And then Sherlock would like take it from under him. Okay. Now Russ and versus Ray, Colin Farrell's character. Oh, Russ would destroy him. Ray doesn't even have a chance. But if you need somebody to, if you to need to beat, beat somebody someone, up or kill somebody. Yeah, for sure. I think. It, I mean, if it was a fist fight, I think Ray would be the shit out of Russ. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he's a brawler for he's sure. He's a brawler. <laughs> so Adam, what's happening next week? Next week we're finishing up our True Detective series Woo. with True Detective season three. Season three. Maybe the final season of True Detective. I don't know. Uh, well, if you don't count season two, this is technically the second <laughs> season. It well, maybe it should be. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it has a couple more seasons after this. Yeah, maybe if, if they pull it off. And then also, we're going to be doing season four of Game of Thrones. I'm so excited. It's my favorite season. There's a lot of good stuff in season four. It's A lot happens, mm-hmm. and it's going to be great. I'm going to relive it. It's like the renaissance. <laughs> season four is a renaissance uh, mm-hmm. of... Season of season... Gendry. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no? Not at all? Season of... Oh, it's season of Arya, Arya. and the Hound. It's got to be. Oh yeah, season of Arya and the Hound. Season of Arya of the Hound. We'll we'll check with us next week to see if we agree with ourselves. But we're dubbing season four, season of Arya and the Hound. That's right. It's going to be. It's going down. Maybe we'll get our um, theme song together. That's right. Yeah. We'll play some something. background vocals, mm-hmm. some instruments. Yeah. Okay. We're the mariachi band in here. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, subscribe, and share. If you want to leave us some comments, you can do that too. If True Detective Season 2 was your favorite season, please let us know. Inquiring minds need to know. And then let us know what other shows are your favorite so we can get a calibration on your psyche. (laughs) If you think Vince Vaughn was like the best character, Mm -hmm. please... Um, or, or if you absolutely hated the show, you can comment also. Yeah, tell us what else you guys don't like about season two. Maybe we missed some things. We probably did. <laughs> yeah, maybe you can help us hate it even more. Mm-hmm. We will see you, Avengers, next week. Bye. Bye.